0: Truck Month is on now. Get 1.49% financing for up to 72 months on a 2022 Chevrolet Silverado 1500. Plus, eligible Costco members can receive a $750 bonus on select trucks. Conditions apply. Visit chevroletoffers.ca.
2: You're listening to the Pesky Report, a podcast dedicated to the Boston Red Sox, my Red Sox fans. report is happy to announce that we will be sponsored by high and happy catering out of springfield massachusetts high and happy catering creates gourmet meals for small or large events with a twist all of their meals are cannabis infused if you are looking to have a real happy meal call them at 413-785-8999 or search for them on instagram at high and happy catering you'll be happy you did What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Pesky Report. This is episode number 83. My name is Brad Chandler. With me tonight, I have my co host Hogdale and Brady. How are we doing today, gentlemen?
3: Feeling ecstatic for a pretty good reason.
0: <laughs> pretty pumped, pretty pumped.
3: Yeah, I wonder why everybody's pumped up here. Uh, We actually had
2: a very special guest with us uh, on this episode. We have Mr. Steve Peralt. How are we doing today?
4: I'm doing wonderful. I got to say that intro is insane. I was not ready for that. Uh, The tunes, the sponsor, that was something.
2: Yeah, uh, the the music for the first, uh, the intro intro was actually done by my 11-year-old nephew, so I was like, I think I actually talked to you about this while we were at Fenway. Um, I'm trying to stay away from the copyrighted stuff, which I guess the uh, the high and happy stuff needs to. I need to get new music for that too. But a buddy of mine reached out to me. He does catering, and he was like, "Hey man, uh, how would you like to help each other out?" And I was like, <laughs> "Hey man, let's do it." And let me tell you, I don't know if you enjoy the edibles or whatever. But uh, I just went up there on Saturday and I had some very good uh, chicken Alfredo, which uh, left
3: me happy. So oh, oh <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: You I ended up okay,
2: and
3: happy.
0: <laughs> it's a yeah, tremendous it's, picture.
4: It I wasn't I wasn't ready for it, but it was impressive. It, impressive nonetheless. It was all good stuff. I don't yeah, I've never really gotten into the edible game. Uh, it used to be basically all my twenties was just drinking Coors lights. And then now we're into dock and stormies. Uh, and that's kind of where we're at.
2: Yeah. And vodka
4: lemonades at the, at Fenway. I'm obsessed uh, with the VOD Lemmies.
2: Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. I can't drink. So I get my, I got to find a way, got to find a different way. I'll have a drink here or there, but, uh, edibles token. I'm okay with it. All right. So, uh, you know, you, you, you were big with Section 10, right? and you just ended up doing your last episode with them, and you're getting ready to do a new venture. You want to tell everybody what that's about?
4: Yeah, so uh, left Section 10. That was a very hard decision, but Odyssey approached me. They own a lot of sports radio stations around the country, WEI being one of them. And they have now exclusive podcast rights with Major League Baseball. Uh, you know, what that means is basically the teams will give you access to the players, they'll back the show, uh, production support, all that stuff. Basically, everything I was doing for section 10 while hosting and producing the show, which is nice. Um, but yeah, we're going to, the goal is to launch a new Red Sox show in February. We did a casting call looking for co-hosts and that finally just wrapped up. And now we're kind of trimming down the candidates, but we'll figure that out in the next couple of months. I'm very excited though. I, I It's been an awesome few months. I got to say October was a little tricky because my first day with Odyssey was October 4th. And they were cool with me sticking with Section Ten until the Red Sox postseason ended, and I'm like, they're going a lot farther than I thought they would. This is getting a little, a uh, little uncomfy. But no, things actually worked Ooh, out fine. Just happened. <laughs> we got a hockey, <laughs> hockey graphic up. I don't know how that happened. <laughs>
3: Oh, it, was, well, it was an elaborate trick, Steve. We we brought you in to actually talk hockey.
4: Uh, <laughs> Honestly, I'm loving Braden Point. I just think that he's like, the way he cycles the puck is incredible. So I'm I'm definitely down with that.
2: We're, we're, shared, we're shared through the network, so somebody probably came in and was like, wait a minute, we're not supposed to be anywhere. <laughs> no,
4: that's um, funny.
2: That's all good. Um, so now that we got that out of the way, I, I guess I'm not getting the job uh, working with you for the Red Sox podcast. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> To get the
3: uh, it's, project.
0: <laughs> you give them like the big spiel about all your edibles, and then you're like, Hey, you know, who would be fucking great for your show. <laughs> this guy.
4: Let, me ya, let me tell you, let me tell you something. It's a process trimming the uh, uh, the Canada pull down. I'll tell you that much.
2: I'm sure it is. I'm sure like lots of people were like, Uh, like every other day, I was getting a call or a text message or a message, Hey, you do a podcast, why don't you do this? And I'm like. Uh, but moving on, since you started working with the Bleacher Report and EI, what is your favorite Red Sox moment?
4: Um, That's a great question. Uh, that would be the last six years, last seven seasons. Favorite Red Sox moment. I mean, outside the obvious, right? Them winning the World Series. You, are you saying like a specific like moment for the podcast or just moment for the team? Moment for you. Moment for me, uh, interviewing J.D. Martinez before game one of the 2018 ALDS. I think that was really cool. We got to talk to J.D. in the dugout uh, before what, you know, you would have to guess was the biggest game of his life coming up there against the Yankees at Fenway, his first year with the team. If Mookie didn't play out of his mind, that would have been an MVP season for J.D. Um, yeah, that, that's that got to be it. And, and we, the show is growing at a at a rapid rate early in that like 2018 it just kind of blew up everything was really going well the team was obviously playing out of their minds selling it we were selling a ton of merch a lot of section 10 shirts we had citrus hills f this you know we had everything everything was awesome man like everything was uh kind of cruising and then that just felt like it was like right up there at the pinnacle of that year was getting to talk to jd we were like dude if you can give us 15 minutes that'd be great and we were talking to him for 50 minutes which was awesome breaking everything down from his favorite, you know, his go-to Dunkin' Donuts order to, you know, what what his favorite times were like in Arizona. And he was loose, man. I mean, you could tell that that those guys were – they were at a different level. That – 2018 is just its own thing. Like, you can look back at Red Sox history. In the last 20 years, 2018 is in its own class of dominance in terms of how they handled everybody with ease in the postseason. So I would say that interview is right up there at the top.
2: So as soon as though we brought up the 2018 World Series and uh Karabas always said that his favorite moment was being on like the duck boats and whatnot. <laughs> Why didn't you end up
4: on them? Oh, it's a long story. Uh let me try to give a, a brief version. So basically, Red Sox won the World Series. Uh Jared had mentioned, hey, there's a chance we're gonna get on a duck boat. I was like, that would be sick. That was like a uh, let's say a week and a half before they win in LA. And They got a email. I don't know if it was Dave or Erica or Gaz, probably Gaz, honestly, got an email from New Era that they had a a deal with uh, the Red Sox that they would have two spots on a duck boat if they had barstool employees repping New Era and, you know, like trying to get people to buy the Red Sox world champions New Era hat, which is what Jared and, and Coley were wearing. And so naturally that email comes through and it i think it got to dave and he's like well you know obviously we should have jared and coley they're barstool employees i think something that that went over people's heads the last six years that i was doing the podcast i was not a full-time employee at barstool like i was full full full-time with bleach report and people like kind of forgot that and then when the duck boat thing came around I think a lot of people thought it was like some beef between me, Jared, and Coley or something, and it was never that. It was that New Era had two spots, and Jared and Coley are full-time Barcelona plays and had been for a while, and so they got him. And they weren't – you know, Dave wasn't going to have a BR guy up there, and that's just kind of how it goes. And it sucks, but, like, if you ask me candidly, I, I still think to this day that some strings could have been pulled that I could have been up there. Like, I'm always going to – I'm always going to think that like, who knows if, you know, it could have gone differently if we asked X, Y, Z person, but um, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't Jared's fault. It wasn't Coley's fault. They had two spots and those are the guys that got him. I just happened to be on the outside looking in that parade day was awkward as hell. Let me tell you, because it was fun, you know, being at a Red Sox parade. But when you realize you should be up on a duck boat, it's not as fun watching the, watching it with the with the people. But I am i got to say, I'm a man of the people. I love, you know, hanging with Red Sox fans, hearing their stories and, and how they would interact with the podcast. So it was a fun day at Baseball Tavern. I'll tell you that much. A lot of Coors Lights were consumed. Steve,
0: yeah, it, it, did, did, did you consider at all doing a little Tanya Harding to either uh of those guys because i mean i feel like you had a, you had a window right you had yeah. a small window and you know i think coley would fall quite a bit easier right <laughs> he's got a lot more to fall you take that <laughs> knee out and i'm those knees are supporting a lot of man right and i'm not i joking, know i'm just no, saying, that,
4: right? seven foot tall and, you know he's a big guy coley's the funniest build of all time because he's definitely not fat he's just big He's just a big I, dude. Like, he's just built big. And he's one of the biggest people I've ever been around. And he'd be the first to tell that He's just a big dude. So I probably should have chopped his legs off. And awesome. that would have got me That would have got me up there. I'm not going to lie. That night before, and I'll never forget this. It was such a weird, like, I went to the Celtics game with my dad. I brought my dad to the seas. We hadn't been to the Celtics in a while. He used to bring me all the time back when it was the Fleet Center. And uh, I was upset the entire game because I was realizing, messaging Jared back and forth, that it just... I wasn't going to be up there. I was like, there's nothing we can do. Like I'm trying to figure out the whole time. And he's like, there's just, I don't think there's anything we can do. And I'm the Celtics are like Jalen for three. And I'm just pissed off. I'm not even excited. Like Tatum had like 30. They blew out whoever they were playing. And I was upset the whole time. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's something that over the years, you know, it's been three years since then. And it's been easier since time has passed, but I'm always going to be salty about it. There's no scenario where I won't be salty. About You'll it. be on the next one, hopefully. I mean, hey, dude, this year I'm not going to lie. It took until Game Three, Eddie's last start uh, with the Red Sox. It, it took until that Game Three win for me to be like, they're going to they're they going to win the World Series this year. They're going to they're they going to mess around and just win the whole damn thing. Like I I let that thought get in my brain, and then they didn't win the rest of the year. So I I and...
2: actually got to go to that game. <laughs> I found I found a ticket for forty dollars. on on SeatGeek and it ended up costing me like 60 bucks but I waited literally until the last minute to purchase that ticket and then I had to drive an hour and 40 minutes up to Boston so I missed the Grand Slam and yeah but I got up there and I I was up there during the third inning I believe so I made good
4: time that's really good uh, time yeah but,
2: yeah, definitely uh, something I will always remember. And Back to the World Series, uh, the 2018 World Series, So I didn't go to that um, that parade. I ended up going to the 2013 parade. And I said after that one, I would never go to another one because it was just absolutely fucking mayhem.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, there were, like, millions of people there. And I couldn't walk. I couldn't breathe. Getting on the tee was terrible. And I'm not from the area, so I'm just like I don't know where I'm going and whatnot. So it was just, it was nuts. Brady, you uh, you had some questions for Steve.
0: Steve, uh, if you had to say right now, going forward for this upcoming Red Sox team, what's the who's the one free agent out there that you're like, man, I I, I really think realistically that's that's gonna fill the the best need for where this team is at right now. Strum.
4: Uh, I hate if I was gonna say Strowman. Like it, it, realistically, it would be Marcus Strowman uh, who blocked me four years ago, and I hate him.
0: What, what, what did you say? What did
4: you do? Strowman is a very thin-skinned individual, which I used to be when I started on the podcast. Then I realized there's just a bunch of doofuses out there, and you just don't gotta worry about it. But early on, this is why I hate about Strowman. One of about a thousand things I could go for days. He is the fakest tough guy of all time. You go back, check the tapes, check the footage. The amount of times that he'll run behind his catcher and be like, Oh, you want some? Like, while he has a guy blocking him, it's like, You're not a fighter, man. Like, Strowman's dad could kill me easily. He is the biggest dude I've ever seen in my life. If he looked at you the wrong way, your neck would snap. But Strowman's not a tough guy. He acts like he is. A lot of the Red Sox guys, if you ask them candidly, I don't, they haven't told me, but I just know that they'd be like, this guy is a clown. Uh, the way he acts on the mound, he overdoes it all the time. It's like, dude, okay. And then he, he can't wait to rush to the press conference and be like, oh, well, they pimp home runs so I can like yell at the dugout and pound my ch-. It's He's very much like Bauer where it's like, shut up, Ooh. dude. Like they're just obviously doing too much all the time on the mound. I mean, obviously, Bauer's dealing with a ton of off the field stuff. But with Stroman on the field, I can't stand him. Jared has constantly said he's a good dude. He's a good dude. Maybe he is. Maybe he is a good dude. I, I don't know him personally, but having said that, sign him to a five-year five year deal. Bring him to Boston. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just like he's the best. I, I Realistically, he's going to want probably in that five-year range. Uh, Money-wise, who knows? I think he's about 30. Scherzer, they're, I don't think they're going to go for Scherzer. He's probably going to fetch the most average annual dollars of any of these starters. Kershaw, no uh Gosman, no I don't so it kind of leaves you with guys like Strowman, Alex Cobb my dad had mentioned Rich Hill I'm like how old's Rich Hill is he 42 now yeah, like yeah, I who think knows he's
2: 42 and he's a local guy yeah. I love Rich Hill
4: <laughs> Rich, Rich Hill's got one of the filthiest curveballs of all time obviously he has the blister issues but yeah I would say I would lean Strowman if they're you know willing to do it but I'm not gonna lie I, I don't love getting into the hypotheticals because it, we're just—it's just—it's like in Wolf of Wall Street. It's like it's a woozy, it's a whatsy. It's—it's it's just a bunch of like made up BS. Like if I hear a rumor, then I'm like, all right, like they should go for. Like if I'm hearing they're interested, which the Red Sox seem to be interested in everybody, then then I think you can put a little more legitimacy behind it. But yeah, in in La La Land, I would say Stroman, but uh, realistically, I don't know if they're willing to give a five year deal to a starter right now.
2: Gotcha. Uh, Stroman definitely fits uh, after his most recent post. Uh, I know. I'm not
4: going to lie. I loved it. I loved it. I, I saw that, that you great. did
2: a, you, you snipped it and put it out. I was like, oh, he must be blocked.
4: <laughs> no, Oh, yeah. Oh, big time. No, someone sent me a screenshot. I can't see his tweets are blocked. Yeah, it was, I...
2: <laughs> he, has, he has me blocked on my personal page and I've never I've tweeted at him like 30 times. All good stuff. All good stuff.
4: It doesn't take much, man. Like, I, I remember it was – I remember where I was. I remember the day. I think it was, like, early in the 2017 season. It was a Saturday. It was, it, it it was, was a Saturday. It was a cool e. breeze coming in from the West. Uh, He had pitched, like, trash against the Red Sox, and I didn't tag him or anything. I, I think I said, LOL, Marcus Stroman. Like, I, I, it wasn't even that bad. I do not even think it was, like, LOL. It was, like, oh, that's unfortunate that the Red Sox just shelled Marcus Stroman. And I typed his name out. I didn't, like, tag him. I'm, I don't like doing that, especially so now. So he searched I'm trying to, his name. He searched his But here's the deal. He searched his name the second he got out of the game. He was out in the fourth inning. He blocked me in the fifth. So, like, <laughs> this dude was in the clubhouse searching his name to block people that said negative things about him. Which is, like, come on. You just can't be doing that. I, go, I try to, like, avoid some of the mentions. And they've gotten great. Like, people know who I am now. Like, I think in terms of, like, how I carry myself, like – I just like to shoot the, I'm I'm a chill dude. I'm not trying to like jump down anyone's throat. Like it's, we're all, we all like the Red Sox. We like talking about the team. We like to, you know, goof around and we like guys like Verdugo that, you know, can do it back. And I think people realize that now early on, they're like, who the hell is this Steve guy? But it's like, you got to be able to take any of the criticism and just let it kind of float. blocking. And I realized this early on blocking. Just don't do it. It's a dumb idea. Like it, to the to the person you're blocking, it, like, gives them this satisfaction of, like, oh, I got you rat- Like, you're rattled now because I said, LOL, the socks shelled Strowman. So Muting's my bad. favorite,
2: though.
4: Muting's great. Dude, I've muted about 1,800 people. I checked the other day. Uh, which nice, isn't good. actually as high as I thought because that's over seven years. So it's really not that crazy considering how many hours. It's embarrassing if I actually added up the amount of hours I've spent on Twitter since 2015. It's got to be bad. But... Um yeah, muting's great, man. If you just get the clowns out of the way. They're normally mini fans Uh, you mute them, you let them just kind of talk to themselves and the replies, and and it's great. You don't even know what's going on.
2: Agdi, you had some questions?
3: Oh, yeah. You know, something we, we like to have been talking about amongst each other for the last few months is uh, you know, the Red Sox maybe bolstering their pitching in the uh in the coming months, whether it be through free agency. But uh one thing we've talked about is uh Bobby Dahlbeck, we think his future on this team might be a bit uncertain just because of how many quality like infield prospects are coming up within the next three years. Like in your opinion, you think Bobby stays here long term?
4: Uh, I hope he does. If if I'm being Bobby, I'm thinking, where am I going to be? And forget five years. Where am I going to be in three years? Like I, I have no idea. You know, once his his time's up there for uh, you know his his time with the Red Sox arbitration wise, he probably still has what five four plus years oh, of here. control, maybe five. Oh yeah. So it's tough, Cassis, and I love Red Sox stats. That's my favorite account on Twitter. I swear it's a Cassis fan page because every other <laughs> day there's some stat from Cassis in the in the fall league. Uh, you know, there's there's some you know understanding that he's going to do something that this guy can't do he's the greatest prospect they've had since this guy if I'm Bobby that doesn't feel great now from Kyle Schwarber's perspective I think once he signs somewhere then you can feel a little more comfortable if you're Bobby if he's not in Boston then it's between Dahlbeck and Cassis and figuring out if Bobby can play left have JD as your full DH I mean it's Will, you know, Devers be the DH in 2023 if JD's gone and then Bobby's at third? There's options. I think Bobby's given himself options because he's versatile in the field. Obviously, his fielding numbers at first aren't as great as he wants them to be. But that's where I hate all the advanced stats. Bobby's not that bad at first base. Like, he's he's a good first baseman. But you look at – you dive into the numbers and it's, like, bottom of the league. Like, if you really do, like, all the advanced statistics. I like to do the, uh, the eyeball test. How do I trust the guy at first? Let me tell you who I don't trust at first. Kyle Schwarber, <laughs> I don't trust him at <laughs> yeah. first base, and it's not his fault. He's not a first baseman. So, long exactly. long answer, short. I would say Bobby would tell you he's uncertain of where he's going to be in a couple of years, but I can promise you this offseason, he's putting himself in a position to do what I think a lot of people thought he would do this entire season instead of just the second half, and that's you know be a player that is almost too good to get rid of in a trade.
3: He had a damn good second half. He was so good.
4: I know. I mean, so- September was a little tough. It I was really like July, yeah. August, he crushed. And then I'd say second week of September on, it tailed off a little bit. But uh, no, he really find, he found a sweet spot there. Also, he barrels the ball like no other. I think he was the top on the Red Sox, top seven or eight in Major League Baseball in terms of like, contacted balls like balls that he made contact with uh percentage of them being barrels i think was like fourth and the majors so if he hits it he crushes it that's basically how it goes he's just got to hit it more and strike out less <laughs> and easier said than done so we'll see if that happens
2: they should have just threatened his job at the beginning of the season that always works that <laughs> I mean, <he> always just, <laughs> that's when he started doing really good
4: i know i i it's interesting though right because like technically they threatened his job but at the same time i don't think he's bsing when he says Schwarber was a huge help to him. I think that's true. Like, I think Schwarber actually did help him a lot and probably gave him the confidence to like, dude, like I'm going to play first. You'll play first. I'm not coming here to like take your job. Like that's not, we're trying to win ball games. I genuinely believed it when Bobby was saying it because he can kind of like, I, I've gotten to know Bob a little bit over the years and like he wears his emotions on his sleeve. He's a, he's a tame dude, but like I can tell when he's actually making up answers and when he, when he means it. And I think he genuinely was, Overly pumped of how much Schwarber helped him at first, which is weird because Schwarber can't play first. I think it's more just like how much he helped him with the confidence level of like, dude, you you are very skilled. Like, do your thing.
0: Was You're it like be, I am? Maybe like yeah. Schwarber so bad at first that he's like, you know what? <laughs> I got this shit.
4: Like I got this. I can't be worse than that. There's there's no way I'm worse than that. I can guarantee you. But I mean, dude, in the playoffs, especially the ALCS, and I know you need Schwarber's bat in there. It makes sense why he's in there. There are so many times where I'm like, ground ball to second, is he gonna is Schwarber gonna get this throw? Is is he gonna field this throw from like Fifteen feet away. Like I, <laughs> I hope, I hope he does. I'll tell.
2: I'll tell you what play pissed me off with Schwerber at first. It was the one where he where it fell right in front of him at the uh, at the mound. I
4: was like, "What are we doing here?" That was tough. That was tough. But I, I, let's be real though. For a guy that had never played first base, of plays that are going to screw him up, the mound one where everyone's like, "You got it," I got it. Like I think that's the one that's probably going to screw him up. And if anything, I got to be honest. What was a game? Game six, right, in Houston, where he almost turned a triple play. Oh, oh, yeah. (laughs)
3: that was awesome.
4: (laughs) That was, in terms of like, and I'm sure there'll be a stat for this soon, like expected outs on a play, and that might already exist. Like expected out percentage zone ratio, like that probably is a thing on baseball reference. I would have guaranteed that he would have found a way to get no outs there. He almost got three. He almost got all the outs you can get in a half an inning. And if, what's his face, uh, Alvarez wasn't, you know, heads up base running there, he would have been thrown out at the plate and it would have been the coolest triple play I've ever seen in my life.
2: Yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk about, uh, well, I didn't want to talk about stats, but you mentioned stats. Uh, Love
4: stats.
2: Yeah, stats got us blocked. Really? What did <laughs> you do? <laughs> what what you did you do? I have no idea. Here's
4: the I, thing now I'm noticing you have no idea for multiple people to have you blocked. <laughs> Like, come on now.
3: Brad's a bit. That sounds correctly. like a lot like,
4: oh, it was it I couldn't be me. I think
0: I'm randomly. not saying it
4: wasn't me. I just don't know what I did, honestly.
2: Like I probably uh, argued with somebody who like um who said something under a tweet of his or theirs, should I say. Yeah. And they got they they were like, fuck this. I'm not blocked this this asshole. One
4: one thing that's tough. And I don't know if you've done this. I'm sure I've done it before. I'm I'm a hypocrite because I'll be like, I hope people don't do this. But then I've done it before is the people that keep conversations going in your replies when it has nothing to do with you. It's more them arguing about a separate thing. But like you're still I'm still tagged in the replies. It's like, keep me out of this. Like you guys are trying to debate if Schwarber should be back or not. I tweeted about my favorite pizza. Like <laughs> I don't stop. Like, stop tagging me or having me stay tagged in the replies. It takes two seconds to exit someone out. And I don't know. Maybe this is just me venting because it drives me nuts. But I don't know if that's what happened with Stats and you replied to someone else, but he was still tagged or something. I don't know.
2: If if Stats ends up listening to this, I apologize. Please unblock me.
4: I love Stats. I I I don't think we'll ever know who it is.
0: I was going to ask you that. I
2: don't think – I think think Jared said it, uh, and I agree with him. Um, if I, if I was able to find out who it was, I don't think I'd want to know.
4: Yeah, I don't think I would either. I, I like the fact that there's a good chance I've walked past them at Fenway and just never knew. And this is a person that I don't reply to a lot of people on Twitter, um, but stats, a lot of times I'll reply just to give a little commentary under what he already said. Like, it's not like replying, expecting another reply. And he knows that it's this. Uh, and I, that's the only thing I know is that it's a he. That's the only thing Jared confirmed. He's like, I don't know who it is, but I know it's a male. So we have that, I guess, as some info. Well,
0: that helps. I mean, that, yeah. So down, that right? trims it down. <laughs> uh-huh. Like what's the odds that it's, uh, what's the odds? It's not Millsy.
4: That it's not Millsy. Yeah. 100 percent
0: that's confirmed we it's, got not confirm. Mills.
4: It's, um, it's not millsley it's not lc it's <laughs> not no. par- It's
0: not. all right so we're no. rolling out okay
2: we're going
4: through no, it's none of them all right none all of them
2: all okay. right so i have three more questions for you and we yeah. will let you go about your night cool. uh I, actually do either one of you guys have any other questions for steve steve what's your favorite ad read
4: Favorite ad read was always the barman. I'll have another talking and stormy. I love doing that. That was my favorite. And there were people that would, like, most of the people liked it. There was this one guy in the DMs that was like, dude, if you don't shut the hell up with that barman thing, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm like, <laughs> I, I just replied politely. I was like, here's the deal, buddy. All you got to do, it's this little, like, thing. It's like this little arrow in a circle that, like fast forwards 30 seconds, it takes two seconds. You tap it. You don't even have to listen to me say it. Like it's the people that'll complain about an ad read or something they know that's coming, fast forward. Like what what are you doing? Like that's I any podcast I listen to Bill Simmons, I listen, I fast forward to the reads. Don't doesn't everyone fast forward to the ad reads? I probably shouldn't say that because I'm sure we're trying to get ad money. But <laughs> but like I feel I like do. everyone yeah. does that. Maybe not.
2: honestly I listening to uh section 10, I don't think I've ever fast forward
4: no, so that's good. Well, I, I think a lot of times we put will, we genuinely put a lot of effort in the average. Like I will say, funny.
2: the three hour show was kind of hard. Oh, I I, at, I at, hate my least favorite thing.
4: I, I I hate three hour shows. I, I, it was my last one, so I didn't care. But like that that was my biggest like. And we might make it seem like a joke on the show, but I genuinely before the show would be like Jared Coley, let's clean forty minutes, clean forty, let's do a clean forty. <laughs> and always be like, yep, yep, yep. Sounds hour good. hour half. Two hours. Oh, hour hour and a half became a short show. Like that that became a nothing. Like it it was dude, that's what killed me. Like we're even talking uh, you know, about what we're gonna do with the new sock show and and we want it to be a clean forty. Like we want it to be forty minutes. I don't want to go I don't wanna go that long, man. Like it's 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 some of these shows
2: It's so hard to get all the information you want to get in or all the stuff that you want to talk about. It is, but it's still hard.
4: We it is discipline. hard.
3: It's like, you know, we got to move on. Like, okay, like this was the topic. We've talked about it. We're moving on.
4: We got to move on, man. I mean, there would be times where we're at hour two. It's two in the morning. I know I then have to edit it afterwards. I'm like, Ugh. what are we, what are we doing? Like, what are we, I would intentionally well, stop that's talking. That's why you
2: wanted 40 minutes. Man, that's
4: oh, 100%. But I was honest about that. <laughs> I was honest about it. It's like, I'm not trying to stay up till 5 a.m. Editing a show where they just lost a series to the Marlins. Like I Like, what are we, what are we doing here? Clean
0: 40. I got to tell you, Steve, the first time I ever listened to Section 10, it was an Omaha Steaks ad read. I fucking <laughs> laughed so hard so long. And I was like, what the fuck are these guys doing? And that was it. I was just the like. A- the apple totlets. I, I just lost it. I'm driving to work and I'm like, what the fuck is going on?
4: And that was it. That's it. I got to say, and, and Jared never loved doing the ad reads. I tried to get him to do as many as he could. He was good when he did them. Coley was really good. Coley with the apple totlets. uh, He'd be like, buddy, do we have a deal for you? And I'm just, i mute myself because I'm just laughing. I'm like, it's not even, it would be funny because some of these places, the deal isn't even that good. And he'd be like, I hope you're sitting down because this deal is going to blow your socks off. But yeah, I'll I'll miss that. I mean, I'm I'm obviously going to, I'm going to miss the podcast a lot, but. Um, weirdly enough that I'll miss a lot of the ad reads like that's that's one of the things I'll miss the most.
2: Your competition now uh, so a couple couple things. one's red sox related uh, one's not Red sox related and the other one's food. Nice. uh E-Rod, what were your thoughts on him uh going to the Tigers?
4: I think one thing with free agent signing in in new locations. And it happens with us too. It happened with, I'm trying to think of a good example here. Well, Verdugo is a bad example because everyone's like, watch out. It's like, I love Verdugo. Um, but Franchi, I guess, would be a good example where you listen to the opposing fan base of the guy that's leaving the team to go to the new one. That's Rarely is that wrong. Like for Erod, I think we can all kind of agree. He had his moments here that were really good. Uh, he was a little unpredictable, a little inconsistent. And you take that little inconsistent and you times it by what, seven seasons. And that's, that's what you have. And I think overall, you know, he closed strong. Obviously that game three performance is exactly what you want going into free agency. The time I know the, what time that's it cool. is thing. God, oh, God. I had no real issue with it. I know Cora hated it, but yeah, I overall with Erod, I saw the news and I was like, okay, good rim. He got paid. You know, I, I realistically didn't think the Red Sox were going to sign him to any, any kind of long deal. I would be curious of what the deal actually was, the multi-year deal they offered him, but yeah, it's it's fine. Socks are going to get a, a a draft pick out of this, and now Hauk is likely in your rotation, almost guaranteed. And who's that last guy now? And I'm excited to see who it is. You think he'll play
2: better out in uh, Detroit?
4: I don't. I, I think he's going to be the Erod that we know. I, yeah. I think he's going to be that guy that give, he gives you innings. E, Erod's best ability was availability. He was very rarely hurt. I know he had that funky thing in uh, Baltimore where he slipped on the mound and whatever and got, but like more often than not, Erod gave you innings. Uh, He gave you the most starts by any Red Sox pitcher in the last three, four seasons. So a guy that can go out there, take the ball, and more often than not pitch well is what the Tigers just got. And they didn't get an ace, you know, all the Eddie Aces stuff. I always kind of push back on that. I'm like, let's pump the braids, not an ace, but. On a team like that, he can definitely be one of your top two starters, and that's kind of what they're paying for. Uh, so,
2: Carlos Correa was caught uh, talking with AJ Hinch this morning. He had breakfast yeah. with them that ended up turning into lunch. Make oh. anything of that?
4: <laughs> no, I saw passes tweet. I didn't see the pictures or anything going around, but he was like, I can confirm that he had breakfast, you know, with Hinch, and it turned into lunch. And I'm like, Aww. do they have mimosas? Like, what What did they have? Like, come on, let's break it down. Was it scrambled eggs into sandwiches? What are we doing? Uh, yeah, I, I don't – I couldn't care less about that. Uh, realistically, that's the top landing spot for him anyway, regardless of the toast and eggs. So I would think he's going to go to Detroit. It might be a, it might be one of those mega deals. It might be in the Mookie range, at least years wise of like ten plus, and we'll see what happens. That's the picture. I love it. Also, like it literally looks like AJ had just scolding him for smoking. He's scolding him for the <laughs> trash cans. Like I, I, at this point, it's it could just be breakfast amongst friends. I mean, these guys, how many years did they spend together? He was the manager, you know, of Cora for or Correa rather for ages in in Houston. So, I read nothing into that, but Passen isn't doing his job. He needs to say what they ate. I need to know what the food was.
3: Good I point. feel like Passon knows. He's just holding off, and I just don't appreciate it from him.
4: I, I think it's unprofessional. And I think it's, you know, I expect nothing less from the guy. You know, he's shown over the years that he's not going to give you the full story and the full breakdown. And this is another example of that. That checks out. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I listened to WEEI. Uh, every morning, I listen to the Greg Hill show. Nice, I Pretty like much them. religiously. And the other day, they had a uh, a, a topic about pineapples on pizza.
4: Sounds for accurate. Fuck's sake. <laughs>
2: so,
4: how did that just come up like this week? I feel like that would be something that Wiggy would. I the pineapple <laughs> on the pie. I just it was never for me. I don't know. Like I, I don't understand how Wiggy wasn't doing that. That that Wiggy just came up recently. Yeah, it dude, came up I, earlier yeah. this week.
2: So pineapple doesn't belong on pizza
4: it can be on there i just i don't want it on there i i think it's like it can be on there i feel like there are people that are just like if you put that pineapple on that pie i'll kill you it's like it's not that serious like the pineapple if it's at the pizza party can be on the pizza but i'm not going to be the one that's eating it if it's on the pizza that's fair right
3: yeah, and like you know, as far as like the most cursed things you can put on a pizza, pineapple is not that far up there. I don't even like pineapple, but like people like put mayo on pizza, like like yeah. mayo and pickle, and I'm like, yeah. guys, you what are a we doing? You pickle on
4: here? a pie? Get out of my face! Like that, the, the thing Wait, should be something what? weird, like a mayo.
3: Yeah, they exist, Brad. Like these evil people exist. And oh, you know, they, we're they're
4: out, out there. I've talked about pizza
3: pineapple
2: shops, since I was 16 until maybe about seven years ago. Never once saw
3: mayonnaise on a pizza because you're at a That's... dignified pizza place that had standards like Jesus, you're at a
2: Domino's glass pizza joint. <laughs> Domino's <laughs> doesn't count. Come on, come on, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucking, You know, Dominic's down the road, right? Hey, we can stop mentioning that place, we're not getting paid by them, so
4: <laughs> yeah, no free ads. That's one of the biggest <laughs> things I learned on section 10 no free ads. <laughs> But yeah, pineapple, it can be on there. I I feel like everyone always wants to be like, oh, God, no. And then like, yes, it's my favorite pizza. Like, it can be on there. It's not that big a deal.
3: Anything else, guys? Yeah, uh, not Red Sox related, but like I saw a lot of the nerds were getting into a heated discussion with more traditionalists over the NL Cy Young. What do you think of Burns versus Wheeler? You think uh, Burns deserved it or are you more of a Wheeler guy?
4: I like Burns a lot. Uh, Wheeler was the guy that you'd look up in the eighth inning and be like, he's the only starter left that still pitches in the eighth inning. Like, there's nobody that goes that deep into games. But in all honesty, like, I didn't follow – I wasn't following Wheeler in the first half of the year. Like, I was with Burns, though. Like, he had that streak going – what was it, the no walks streak? I think he set MLB history with that. Um, So, Burns, it feels like the guy – that the majority of the year was the best pitcher in the National League. And then Scherzer came over from the Nationals and was like, I'm going to pitch Cy Young for the Dodgers. But it wasn't the same with the Nationals. He was good with the Nats, but not to the Dodgers level. Like, it was rather ridiculous what he was doing in L.A. So I don't know how much credit you want to give Scherzer for putting those numbers up in a new uniform. I feel like that deserves a lot of praise. Like, you're you're switching sides midseason, and you only have a couple months to pitch for a team and you're sub two era like that's insane um but i had no real issue with it i'm glad that a guy like corbin burns gets it because we talked so much about him it feels like he would have been one of those pitchers that like oh he deserved a sign up well he got one so it's like there you go like the guy that would likely fall into that category of like it's unfortunate he didn't get one got one so i'm always happy to see that and wheeler's gonna have more chances too in all honesty i would expect walker bueller gets it next year um he, he tweeted, I don't know if you guys saw it, but it was like a classic, like, kind of sort of really jealous X type of tweet where he was like, at, at Corbin Burns, at Max Scherzer, at, you know, Zach Wheeler, congrats on great seasons. You know, it really means a lot that you got, it's like, Bueller, I think, came in fourth in voting. he's You know he's at home, like, how am I not on the final three show? Like, I should be, I should be in this show, which I respect. So I would say Walker Bueller should be the favorite for next year.
0: Steve, I swear, I just got two real quick bullets. Has it ready? Yeah, uh, yeah. Robot umps, yay nay. Oh, fuck's sake, just you, just yay nay,
4: nay. Good man, I'm, right. I'm out. All I love good. complaining at at umps. Thank okay. you. He's got deal. All right. These guys wrong. are
3: clowning me so hard. I swear. <laughs> to God. If we could have competent regular Umps, I would be fine with that. But oh, trust MLB, me, MLB refuses to put their best Umps in the game. I swear, it was it was a
4: it was a rough year for Umps. I, I would say one of their worst in a long time. But I gotta say, I love complaining at Umps. It's been a thing I've done for thirty years. Let's keep it going,
0: Fair Steve. You, you're a really good looking man. I, I'm comfortable to <laughs> say that. Thank you. Right? Thank you. I just, I just need to know. be your uh who would you put up there right now who's the Steve Peral of the 2021 Boston yeah. Red Sox who's that ruggedly good-looking handsome man
4: Kike Hernandez uh it, it, it's, it's not the right be... answer it's,
0: it's not the right answer but he, he is, is it, Bob he, no
2: he is a uh a Pavetta guy
0: oh, he's uh, a, oh Pavetta a lot guy. of people say it looked like Pavetta I don't know if yeah. I see that I it, did say you're okay. really good looking yeah. I mean like I was trying to be I'm a little disappointed. You,
4: you were trying to set it up. Yeah, I should have. Uh-huh. You, you threw the alley. I did not slam the oop down. I, I should have done that. That's on me. Um, I appreciate the compliment. In all honesty, I put on 10 pounds in the offseason, so I feel great hearing that. That's great. I can still look some good and add on some pounds. I'm telling you, dude, I was losing weight when I was eating the Reese's because all I was eating was Reese's. Weight, weight gain and loss is a weird thing. You can like eat garbage, but a little garbage. And you can lose weight, but then if you're like eating whatever food, but more of it, you're putting on lbs. Don't even get me started about the losing weight and gaining weight. Where
2: were you Game Three? Because I was looking for you.
4: I was in the same spot. I I, I stayed up by Wait. the Cayman. Oh, you're on there. the
2: monster. That's why. Yeah.
4: yeah, but we were we were moving around a lot. Um, you know they they were really nice to me up there. The people that work on the monster, so I'd get my hands stamped and and get to walk up there, and they'd give me a seat if there was an open one. Uh, those people are great. So it was it was fun, man. I mean, Game Three, ALCS was obviously fun, but then ALDS. I mean, that was the Vasquez walk off was like. And speaking of Nick Pavetta,
0: uh-huh.
4: my God, that is one of the ballsiest performances I've ever seen in my life, especially in person. He was had a, he had a new celebration off the mound every single half inning. I was like, this is great. The high step. Yeah, that was awesome. Dude, it's I was, like, beyond. I
5: was like, oh, so
0: proud.
4: But the funny thing with the high step is that he's doing the high step to the dugout. And I think the dugout wasn't celebrating to the level that he kind of expected. So it hit him. Wait, was it a ball? Like, did he not? Because think about that. If it, either, it was either a check swing... Or it was a close pitch, and imagine if you did that high step to the dugout. And everyone's like, "Dude, it's ball three. What do, you, what you do? you got to come back out?" If you had to come back out after a high step into the dugout, that's,
3: that's the whole vibe tough. is just fucking gone. All oh I know
4: because he looked back. I like I checked the footage. He like he like kind of peeked back. Like, wait, did <laughs> did I actually strike him out? He's like, "Okay, I struck him out." But I love Nick Pavetta, man. I mean, he he had obviously a lot of. A lot of ups and downs, and some of his best outings, they lost. You know, they they lose that game in Tampa where he gives up no runs, has a no oh, hitter in the seventh. Nice. They lost in in Toronto when he had six shutout innings in that that seven inning doubleheader there. So, um, yeah, I think I think Pivetta deserved a little better uh, from the offense when he was out there.
2: The Tampa Bay Rays game was uh, a tough one.
4: That was tough. We had a watch party uh, at game on for section ten, and they didn't. The Sox didn't score. So, when you have a watch party, you want the team that you're all rooting for to score. So you can go, yeah, because that, that's what you do at the watch parties.
2: So. All right. Very last thing, I promise. We'll let you yeah.
4: go. Yeah. Uh, one thing
2: Bryce Harper won National League uh, MVP.
4: Oh, breaking news. Yeah.
2: Breaking news. This isn't going to be breaking news when people hear it,
4: but yeah. We, we would always do that, though. We'd be like, this just in. It's like, dude, we're dropping this in seven <laughs> hours. <This> is-
3: yeah. <laughs> Harper's a stud. I'm glad after all the fucking garbage criticism he's gotten over the years, he just comes out, wins an MVP.
4: Two-time MVP. He's got, he's got a couple now. Wait, who do you Impressive. think won
3: the American League?
4: If it's not hate, right?
3: rioting.
2: Yeah, it's totally shy. Thank God. Like, um, What do you, you think is going to happen? Uh, do you think we're going to be locked out and we're going to not have games uh, in March, April?
4: I hope not. I, I think it's, it's funny because I got to say, when we meet with each Major League team, uh, you know, about getting in talks about launching a podcast and and figuring out who the best host would be and all that stuff it's always funny because the, the calls go really well and they're like oh you know we listen to section 10 or maybe they don't know about section 10 it's a lot of just finding common ground and at the end we all they it'll always be like there's a lockout coming up uh what are we gonna do about, <laughs> about yeah, that? we've we've been
2: kind of like we've been trying to like come up with uh like scenarios and like what we could talk about topics we could talk about throughout the off season, if, and when it happens,
3: just
4: don't think about it as my favorite answer. Even let's like, I gotta be honest. When we would do section 10 and do one a week uh, in a normal off season, no lockout, none of that. It's tough. It's still hard to do a, a show a week when you guys know a lot of times, especially with the Red Sox, they wait out their signings. A lot of times these, these things don't happen fast. Like the JD thing, they were already at spring training. So um in 2018 so yeah i don't know i mean it's it's gonna be tough i think december 1st is the day that it that it could happen which caught me off guard i did not know it was that soon i was like hold up it's hold up.
2: december 2nd at midnight
4: okay so it's, it's closing up the, i mean that's what less than two weeks or two weeks yeah. that that sucks okay. uh so we'll see i mean it's probably going to be a nightmare and get ready for it
0: yeah. a lot John of marcus, marcus stroman marcus stroman just had a uh, you know eggs benedict like that will be like the ooh
4: did what i know <laughs> I wonder what that I, I, means, right? Make, make sure you don't reply to him about it. You know, you're getting blocked.
3: He's got a quick <laughs> trigger finger. He really does.
4: The quickest of any athlete on Twitter. I don't think it's even close. He, I would love to know his blocked number.
3: It reminds me of like Rob Parker, fun. like in the football world for Pats fans, where if you just are a Pat fan and exist, Rob Parker has blocked you. It's guaranteed. Yeah. Like
4: I've never talked he, to the man. I'm blocked. He was tough. He was really tough. Anytime I saw it, because I like Cowherd for the most part, and he'd go on Cowherd and just just speak (sighs) nonsense. Just straight. And, like, I understand the approach of some of these guys that's, like, if you're crazy, if you have a crazy take, it'll get more engagement. That's always so cheap to me. Like, that's just – just speak whatever you actually think. Maybe put a little sizzle on it, but – Don't just say like Brady's washed. He was saying Brady's washed like eight years ago. Like what? Yeah, twenty thirteen. He was saying. I know. He was saying it in, like twelve and thirteen. I'm like, dude, he's got like four more Super Bowls. What are are we doing here, man? It's just
3: disingenuous. It just is. Like it's yeah. That
4: that that guy's trash. But oh well. Oh well. Hopefully the lockout isn't long. Good stuff, guys.
3: Good stuff. Very much
2: appreciated. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, Also, uh, I did want to say. Uh, I waited forever for you during the 2020 winter meetings and you were sleeping.
4: Wait, wait, a a winter weekend, you mean, right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I was like, I wasn't at the winter Winter Uh, meeting. Yeah.
2: At MGM. I was, I was, I was like, Oh, Jared. Cool. Uh, cool. Cool. We're Steven. And they were like, ah, he's upstairs sleeping.
4: Wait, what time of day was this?
2: I was like afternoon.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. If it was <laughs>
2: that, that checks out. <laughs> yeah, that
4: checks out. If it was like early afternoon at winter weekend, the length that I'll sleep, if we like really like went out the night before and, and did the whole casino thing, we're talking two, maybe three PM. Like it, it's it's an all time. That's one of my favorite sleeps of the year. I don't know if they're doing winter weekend again this year. I'm so upset
2: because I that was the first one I went to and I had yeah. so much fun. Um yeah. my my girlfriend um, was in one line to meet uh, one player, and I was in another line to meet another player. I met Vasquez, and she was she was in with. Uh, she goes, oh, I I was texting her. I'm like, Hey, who who do you have? She's like, Number nineteen. I'm like, You got Jackie Bradley. She's like, No, he's Asian. I was like, Who the fuck? Oh,
0: you is got Asian? Koji?
2: Yeah. So she got Koji, and I'm like. <laughs> Can I trade?
4: <laughs> <laughs> that was I always thought that like anytime cuz we've been going to that since the second year they did it and uh whatever it was 2016. And it is funny because I would see those rooms and see like, you know, who's who's getting who and you would see the looks on people's faces of like I don't I even Josh know. Posage. Yeah, I don't Let's even know who that. this guy is and my friend is talking to Pedro. Like what what are we doing <laughs> right now?
2: <laughs> I was probably I was probably one of the more disappointed people when I saw Jacewsic yeah. or whatever, and I was like, yeah, I don't even know who you are. I had to like Google him. I was like, he just came from the Padres. Yeah, and
4: I was just like, it's gonna oh. be tough to be that guy too, where you're like, I know that a lot of people probably don't know who I am. <laughs> it's, I mean, a lot of them just kind of walk out of Fenway, like when we would wait by Gate D, even like Maddie Maddie Bonds, Maddie Backpacks, like these guys would just kind of walk out and go walk past the fan they wouldn't even notice like i feel like a lot of these guys are hard to notice without the the jersey and the number on so yeah tough stuff.
0: Mike, i miss winter
4: weekend though i mean I, I really hope perfect. it's going to come back foxwood's winter weekend was prime uh hopefully they bring that back we'll see maybe it's going to be at, at encore who knows
2: don't they have a uh, thing with mgm
4: i'm sure they do but like I'm just saying Encore because I want it to be there.
2: (laughs) Because it's so much closer (laughs)
4: to you? It's just closer. Yeah, it's a a shorter drive. So maybe it'll be there. Who knows?
2: (laughs) All right, man. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Uh, We'll have to do this again sometime before the season starts. If there's a lockout, we'll definitely have you on. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah,
4: no, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, good stuff, guys. Appreciate you having me on. And hopefully we can talk about some, you know, some Sox signings. That would be wonderful.
2: That would be perfect. All right, man. Thank you. Thank you so we just got done uh speaking with steve Perwalt. uh that was probably one of the cooler sit downs interviews that i've ever been a part of and uh want to say thank you so much to steve for taking the time to sit down and talk to us even though it was a little over uh what he <laughs> He had said that he was available for it was about 40 something minutes. Oh, he's a king. Captain I love Man. him. King, thanks. Um awesome. we'll definitely be listening to the new podcast. Um big fans of section 10, by the way. Um, we I, I don't know about the other two here, but I love section 10. I fucking um, love section
3: was, 10. Who what, sure. what Sox fan doesn't, honestly.
2: No, there there, there are a few a uh, few people out in the world that do not well, like and Ted and
3: they're just wrong. Well, yeah. you know what they say? The small minority of Americans are just losers and they always will be. <laughs> and that, you know, I'm afraid to out. say it checks out, you know?
2: So uh listening and asking him the questions and whatnot and going on, what were you guys' thoughts? Like, uh did you know that there was an issue? Like, not an issue, but like, um, the, the, the Marcus Stroman situation. Did you, what were you guys' thoughts on that? I thought it was kind of funny.
3: That was really funny. I, I knew a little bit that Steve, like, you know, kind of didn't like him. I didn't realize who said to that more of an extent or it's just like, yeah, I can rant on about this for a bit.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, I no, I'm glad you brought it up. It was funny as hell, but it did make me wonder, like, maybe this guy is a little too thin-skinned for Boston, though. Like, you I know don't mean? know, man. He
2: He's... If, if he's a fake tough guy, then yeah, and if what Steve was saying about him um, with the, like, just blocking people and whatnot, I think maybe um, he could be, he might be a little too thin-skinned, and he might end up staying in New York.
3: <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry, people, I'm just getting over a cold here. At no, the same it's not- time, it's not like Mets <laughs> fans are exactly pleasant. <laughs> Oh man, I
2: went to a Mets game uh last year or this season this past season and they were playing the Pirates and there was a guy um in the section we were in and he was wearing a Pirates jersey and there was this huge fucking drunk
3: dickhead who was just like "Fuck you! Fuck you!"
2: like at the fucking band who was wearing the Pirates jersey. It's well, like, like, "Come bro, on,
3: it's hard like, enough being a Pirates fan in the first place. Leave the man alone." Jesus. Come on. Come on. It's so not cool. That's like I don't know. That's man. something
2: like, I would expect at like a Red Sox Yankees game. And I'll I'll tell you this. When I went and saw a Red Sox Yankee game in New York,
3: it wasn't even that bad. Man, like it's just like I, I like it when you go to a ballpark and it's just like the fans are, you know, cool and like it's a social experience. That's why it's like I love going to Chicago so much to see that White Sox games, dude. White Sox fans so nice. They're such nice people from what I met. I was, like I was surrounded by like eight just good dudes,
0: like all of them. Philly fans suck, but that's I really? went, Philly I fans went, suck.
2: 2019, <laughs> I went to uh, a Phillies Red Sox game, and it was Eduardo Rodriguez was pitching. He was getting his twentieth win, all right, he was pitching for his twentieth win, and Matt Barnes blew it. And go figure, right? Yeah, Yeah, shocking. Um, (laughs) um, And there, uh, you know, I was Mitchy two bags, whatever. And then fucking one guy was like Mitchy no bags, fuck him. And I was like, okay. And then Mitch Moreland like hit a hit a line shot out into like left center or something like that. and I'm like getting up, and I'm like looking at him, go, Mitchy two bags, you know. And then at the end of the game, the Red Sox ended up winning and the and the guy like looked at me and I looked at him and I'm I'm smiling. I was like, I, I drove all the way down from Connecticut, bro.
0: Yeah, I've been at Fenway where Philly fans almost overtake Fenway, where you're like, What the shit, man? Like it can be they travel well, that'll say. Yeah.
3: They're weirdly aggressive. More. Yeah. Yeah, and they're they're like the forever sport, like just every like it just transcends. Like Flyers fans are like that, Eagles fans are like Uh, that. The
2: only thing that I'll ever say about Philly fans in general, and and it's not even about the baseball team, it's not about the hockey team or, or or the basketball team, it's more so about the football uh, fans. Is they can never ever talk shit
3: because they've literally had their fans eating horse shit. True. That did happen. I'm glad I didn't see that video. I'm glad I missed that one. Oh, Brady's, Brady doesn't know what we're talking about. Should I, have I pull no. it up? You don't know about this? No. It was after the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Uh, there was a video of a fan literally eating horse shit. Horse shit. Literally. Like, it was Why? after the parade, I think. Like, a horse went by, and there's just a pile of horse shit on the ground, and he just ate horse shit.
0: Was he just that drunk that he was just like?
3: You're you're asking me to, to like to justify the actions of a actually insane person who like needs psychological like therapy. <laughs> Give me a quick second. I I'll pull this
0: bad boy. Oh off no, right no! God. Bring it up. I need to I see, it. I see it. I've seen Listen, I was at the '04 parade. I didn't oh, see anything that. Oh my fucking back. god! By advertising
1: on YouTube, I grow my business. by... No free
0: ads, YouTube asshole. a spot like
5: and ate horse crap. Fuck you, TNT. <laughs> Eagles fans are the
4: worst. Fuck the you. Because Billy
0: is
3: not It's like the burger. You purr. ever been so happy you've
0: wanted to eat
3: horse oh food?
0: Did he fully God. eat it? Like swallow it? Yeah. He eat
3: He
2: eat <laughs> it. Well,
0: wait
3: a
5: minute. I don't understand. I thought you eat crap when you lose. Well. Well, yeah. yeah, he probably got caught up in the moment. No.
3: No. no! no! <laughs> what <happened>? All right. <laughs> anyway. Fuck off, TMZ. Yeah, so, the fucking yeah.
0: crowd is supposed to say no. Don't eat the fucking horse shit. That's so fucked up.
2: So oh. if there's any Philly fans that are listening to this, yeah, I'm sorry. You've lost every card possible just just for that. If you're
3: a so Philly fan a... listening to this, you're cool. Because you're listening me... to our show. And I appreciate it. Let me get you. this
0: straight. Red Sox fans, there's a baby at a game. And the crowd goes fucking nuts, chanting, They go fucking bananas for the baby, right? They go insane. They lose their minds. Philly fans are like, Eat horse shit! Do it! B, come on! Yeah! Like, that's the difference. Philly fans so- have
3: guys who would, like, like, on a hockey game, just throw their baby on the ice. Like, after a hat trick. <laughs> just, like, fucking... <laughs> I mean, you could be, you could, John be you could be Bill's fans and throw your kid through a table. No, see, Bill's fans, their moniker is throwing dildos on the field, and I just respect it so heavily. Wait, what? You, yeah. Do you not remember? Well, you might probably didn't see this, but there was a streak of like three or four Patriots-Bills game where a Bill's fan threw a dildo on the field. Oh, my God. I didn't know about that. <laughs> Speaking of like dildos, <laughs> dildos goes with balls
2: and – when We're going to talk about balls here. The transition. I mean,
3: like, yeah, do those have balls on them? Don't they?
2: They sure do. Okay. Batting leadoff for the Red Sox is the Lot Mower 4.0 from our friends at Manscaped. This fourth generation trimmer is going to help you dodge hairy balls this winter, like the Orioles dodge the wind column this season. Today's sponsor, Manscaped, are the global leaders in male grooming, trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Raise your hand if you're one of them. Swing for the fences and use the right tools for the job with Manscaped for all your hairiest grooming needs. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code PESKYREPORT. That's P-E-S-K-Y-R-E-P-O-R-T at Manscaped.com. You will not be disappointed. Um, Guys... Have you purchased any more manscape stuff besides
3: the 4.0? I got another pair of boxers because I really like them. I think they're really comfy.
0: I put it on my Christmas list okay and so the wife has to buy it right right but uh, well that's really I mean that's like you know it's for everybody. Is it a Christmas is it a Christmas uh,
2: present for you or is it a Christmas present for her or is it a Christmas present for
0: both? Yes. Yes. Right? Everyone wins. You know, it's just, it's a stocking stuffer. It's great. You know, that toner's got me fucking, that toner's been on my mind for a while now. Then why haven't you bought the toner yet? Because anticipation. It's fucking, you know, when you put it on, I just, I can't fucking wait. You spray that on your bowls and you're just like, (sighs) ah. Yeah, right. Cause you know like you gotta put it on be- right after you put the deodorant on. Well this is gonna be the winter of our discontent with a lockout, so I gotta have something to fucking look forward to. <laughs> a right? bat and balls. oh you said something, right? You know, like you know, tone up my balls. Like there's no there's no baseball, but there's there's balls. Dinner. You know it's bad. We're gonna start watching the uh, Mexican baseball league. You know that's gonna happen. Like I've been later.
2: Watching, Oh god, uh, yeah. I've been watching the Dominican
0: league. I right. could get into that. Yeah, I could see that. I, I Wha- just
2: wish. I just wish I understood
0: Spanish. Right. Yeah. How about English announcers at you know like the Korean baseball league? Like I would watch 100.
3: Yeah, I don't think they give a fuck about that. <laughs> I wonder if the Japanese baseball league uh, has
0: English announcers because they're a big budget enough. But would you, you would you watch the the KBO league if if it was English
3: announcers? Yeah, probably I'd at least tune it on from time to time just because you know the potential major leaguers
0: leaguers over there for the future. We would have to change like our like our an episode like all of a sudden we're like we're talking about the you know Ning Hung, like fighting birds or some shit like that.
3: Okay. I don't know. I don't know
0: team names over there, but like that'd be great,
3: Bernie. With oh, your stereotypes, oh like guys. Oh
0: my god! I gotta show you
2: this. What's up? <laughs> it's this Christian Arroyo fucking slide that Nesson fucking posted. Oh god,
3: it is amazing. Uh, hold on. I bet. I bet I'll remember this from earlier in the year. They posted this
2: on uh, on Instagram. <laughs> so there's this, right? Yes. Let's go.
3: There's this. All
2: right. Then Genius. there's this.
0: Crowd Great. God, hopefully amazing. he's not at a
3: Travis Scott concert. Oh. <laughs> Belly flop. And that's oh my it. God.
0: I like the crowd surfing. That one that one gets me. Yeah. Oh, Until... can
3: I uh real quick point out something that's not baseball related, but it's football related because it's really funny. No. Well, I'm gonna do it anyway, you fucking cocksucker. What was that? Good point. Yeah, that I checks out. out. Yeah, it sure it does. <laughs> oh my god! So here's the deal. So the Patriots play the Falcons tonight. Okay, seriously, it's it'll make you laugh. It's really funny. All right, go ahead. The Patriots play.
5: You're listening
1: to the, and the Show.
3: All right, seriously, go ahead. That, that genuinely was really funny. I'm gonna die. Okay, here's the deal. Pat, all right, okay. Pat, The Pats <laughs> play the Falcons. The last time the Pats played the Falcons, remember what happened? It was uh, you know, yeah, 28 to three. It's the thing that happened. So the universe itself appears to have joined in on the trolling because there is a lunar uh, I believe a lunar eclipse tonight. It's set to be mm-hmm. the longest lunar eclipse in uh, recorded human history. Guess how long the uh, lunar eclipse is going to be. Is it 23 hours, 28 minutes? I'm not joking. Look from NASA. <laughs> <laughs> the universe itself is trolling the Atlanta Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> like This comes like two days after like EEI said, come on, guys, 28 to 3 jokes aren't funny. <laughs> oh, my God. That is absolutely <laughs> fucking hilarious. That's no, that's three good. Three
2: hour, 28 minutes later. After the Patriots. And Falcons play because, of course. Oh, my, oh
3: my God. Lord. Did, did you just.
2: Hogdale,
0: Hogdale should not have been muted. That was. Now when That's you hear
3: genius. it. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's just masterful trolling from uh, from the creator. Uh, whoever made that may be. Uh, whatever religion may be correct. The creator.
0: He, he's he's catching W's. Good job.
3: Yeah.
0: You got to have some fun. <laughs> yeah. Every now and again. I mean, you know, just, you know, keeping everyone, you know. Looking it's not enough everyone. like he had no. them blow a 28-3 to 3 lead, lead. He's like, look at this shit,
3: you fucking losers. <laughs> look at this. You asked for a sign. Here's a sign. <laughs> I'm laughing at you. It's great. Uh, it's so good.
0: Did you see how Garrett Cole wouldn't go on the uh, the show? It oh, was, my yeah, God. I forgot Plown to ask
3: Steve that. about that. We should have. God damn it. That is well, such you know, a clown
0: move. You know his response. i him, mean, like, yeah. That's fucked. Like, there's no way it's like, well, I understand it. For, you know, whatever. Like, it's such a fucking dweeb.
3: It would have been a variation of, yeah, he's a clown. And he would have done
0: like a Kermit the Frog impression. He's a fraud. He really is. He's a fraud. I thought he was an ace. He's no fucking ace.
2: There is a, um, an account. I forgot who it was. Let me see if I can find it on notifications. Uh, ah, yes, here it is. It's, uh, obviously it's Yankee related. Sure Uh, Yankee plug at Yankee plug, uh, seems to think that the Yankees have never cheated. And he believes that just because everybody has, um, everybody was using steroids in the nineties. The Yankees never cheated. Um, and the Red Sox cheated to win the world series in 2018. Um, by the way, the Yankees did cheat in 2017. That's why they were also fined. And they just weren't good enough They weren't good enough at cheating
3: And that's why The Astros ended up winning the World Series Because they were better at it Truthfully, every World Series winner comes down Whose cheating lab is better It was a meme this year, the cheating lab, it's so true It's like, fucking, your lab needs to be Like A tier at least And needs to be as high as S tier to win in the MLB You gotta have a good cheating lab, dude That's why the
0: Rays, like, they need to be Investigated, the cheating lab is too good (laughs) (laughs) Remember <laughs> when the uh, the Red Sox kept measuring the distance from like the mound to home yeah. plate, and like I really want to know. Obviously, they were checking something out, but like they wasn't that really in come... Tampa. Yes, but like it wasn't just one time; it was like multiple times. So like something's up. Something's up.
3: Oh, the but... uh, sorry to cut you off, Brady. the The ballot for the MVP just came out for the uh, American League. I believe was unanimous. Unanimous, which he should have been. Good for him, dude. Holy shit! I'm just looking at just Otani, the entire board, first place. (laughs) Holy shit, dude! He's an alien. He really is. Like first one. It's so disappointing. I really wanted Vladdy to win. Obviously, amazing year. Obviously, from him.
2: Yeah, obviously, fucking Shohei was going to win, but.
3: I really wanted to see Vladdy win. Vladdy, yeah, damn good player. It's just that, you know, I I would know, Vlad. I, simply, like, you know, throw a disgusting fastball splitter combo. What's stopping you, loser? <laughs> <laughs> On top of being as good of a hitter as you are. Learn to pitch, Bozo. Lazy.
0: <laughs> Lazy. <laughs> He's literally half the player that Otani is.
3: Oh, my God. Yeah, Otani plays right field too sometimes. Otani was worth like nine wins above replacement this year, which is just absurd. <laughs> like that's combining his pitching and hitting, obviously. It's like he was almost yeah. worth 10 games as an individual. You know what sucks? Was that? It
0: still didn't fucking matter for the Angels at Oh my
3: I'm I'm getting tired of it, dude. Like the talent wasting is it, it's borderline criminal. Like it really is. You're wasting two like generational <laughs> talents now, like two. One was bad enough.
0: <laughs> no. And, and, I you know, some of you put on Twitter, I saw, that the Angels are now the uh, the New York Mets of West. And it was like, that checks out. Yep.
2: Well, no wonder why Show A, uh, not Show A, uh, Noah Sundergaard ended up going there.
0: And Billy Epler left the fucking Angels and is now the GM of? The Mets. There we go. Check it,
3: it shows how down bad the Mets are. They had to stoop to hiring a former Angels GM to be yeah, their like, GM. They almost hired an Orioles uh, executive. Oh, my God, dude. I
0: told you that's they almost hired a fucking lawyer from Pittsburgh. <laughs> like, down, that's down bad. That's it's yikes. just – I mean, as you pointed out last time, Hogdale, the Angels are the only team without a winning record in the last six years. So let's get the architect behind that team <laughs> to come across. And work his magic over for the match. Okay, wait. Okay, so I'm looking
3: I'm looking at the MVP ballot, right? And there is a glaringly dumb homer pick here. This dude, why does he have a vote? This dude from Kansas City had fucking Salvador Perez second on his MVP ballot. Wait, where are you seeing the ballots? Um, one second. Jeremy Frank posted it. He has uh, the votes from uh, – it's also on uh, the BBWA's website. Yeah, this man. dude has P- Salvador Perez as his fucking second. Pe- like, why do you have a vote? <laughs> Great year. I mean I mean he was horrible defensively and like objectively, like semi and, and obviously Guerrero have, had better years. Like what? <laughs> Hello?
2: Why just take your
3: fucking forever again? Damn it. The judge had a better year and he had him eight on this dude's ballot. Terrible.
2: Come on. That's my internet sucking
0: asshole today. Because, Ooh, you know. That's a, not a – that image after seeing someone eat horse shit, now you're talking about sucking asshole. It's pretty – looks like Devers,
3: Devers and Bogart's both got MVP votes. they like 10th or 9th.
0: How Good many did Bobby Dahlbach get? Uh, right. Tragically, zero.
3: C- Cedric Mullen's got a few as well. Good for him. He should. He had a great year.
0: We're I a very pro Cedric MVP. Mullen's podcast.
3: All right, where are we looking? here we go. Are you like pulling it up? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just crazy. Like to me, like looking at these, it just shows like you know examples of like these are the same people that vote on the Hall of Fame. <laughs> and, like yeah. Some of these. Like, I'm sorry,
2: but it. if fucking
3: Bonds doesn't
2: get in, I'm gonna be pissed.
3: If Bonds if doesn't like- get in the Hall of Fame, I don't care about the Hall of Fame anymore. Like, it's not real to me. It's a fake. It's a fake place. Like, who gives a shit? Barry Bonds is the best baseball player who ever lived? Weep about it.
0: I agree. You're a winner. Devers was right.
3: 11th, and Bogarts was up. Oh, Raphael Devers
2: was 11th in the AO MVP race. Bogarts was tied for 12th, and Evaldi was tied for 15th.
0: Good for Nate, an and he had sign-on too. Good for him. Listen, you're right, you're 100% right about uh Bonds, no doubt. Uh, but I gotta put Shilly's Sch- not in that scene. Category, but my God, he deserves to
3: be in. Chilling should be in. Oh, he's an asshole. Give a fuck. I don't either care.
2: Chilling one hundred percent should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, It does it like they're making it a political, political stance, and it's like bullshit, dude. Fucking politics. Fuck you. Let the guy in. He did. I mean, what he He, did with Arizona alone, correct, dude. I've said it like never mind the bloody sock. Never oh. mind
3: what he did in fucking in Boston. Come on. Dude, I've said it before. I'll say it a billion times. Ty Cobb was the first person who ever got inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. He's a wife-beating racist. Uh, I we, we don't have, care. I, 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 I wanted to
2: mention something to you guys. Uh, do, you, do you know what today is?
0: Thursday.
3: The 18th. That checks out. Oh. Uh, but uh,
5: today oh, is...
0: It is Big oh. Papi's birthday,
2: but did you also know what happened on this day in 1997?
3: Was that because I cannot remember right now?
0: 97 on November 18th. Is this a Red Sox? Is it this a Red Sox? It is Red, Red Sox? Sox. Okay, okay. Give me. I want to play this game here for a minute. Okay, I got it. No cheating here. This is a guess. Ready? Is this the date that the Red Sox traded for one Pedro Martinez? You looked it up, didn't you? I swear to God, I did not. Nope. See, I was just thinking. I think it's Pedro related.
3: Like ninety-seven and sounds no, about right,
0: no, dude. I remember that shit when they did that. I was like, I mean, I had to read about the fucking newspaper. You know what I mean? But I was like, damn, because I knew he was good from Montreal for Tony Armas Jr. and Carl Pavano. No Google. My hands are right here. Uh, I remember it was yesterday, and I was I was kind of bummed because I was reading about Tony Armas Jr. and Carl Pavano for years, and Carl Pavano at least had some decent years. Tony Hummer's Union never did. The Red yeah. Sox picked up, like, one
3: of the three best pitchers in the history of baseball for nothing. That's just Dan, hilarious. Dan Duquette
0: never got the credit he deserved for building a lot of that of that 4 team. Oh, wait, like, if oh, anyone,
3: like, thinks, like, me saying, like, Pedro's, like, one of the three best pitchers ever is, an, like, an overstatement, look at his numbers, and especially his advanced numbers, like, what he was doing in the steroid era. It's absurd. Like, it makes no fucking sense. Like, an ERA plus of, like, over 200, and the average ERA plus is 100.
0: <laughs> no, he, he's doing he was, the steroid he, era. He's just a, unreal.
3: The ALE steroid era. Like, one, of, one of my marks. favorite
0: ones was, uh, I think it was in 99, 99 or 2000, when Pedro was hurt uh, against the Cleveland Indians in a playoff game, and he comes out of the yep. bullpen because he couldn't start. And he fucking no-hit him for, like, seven innings. But he couldn't throw over, like, 85 because he was hurt. And that was a juggernaut offense.
3: Oh, shit! That team had four Hall of Famers on it, that Indians team. Yeah, go ahead, yeah. Brad. Oh, shit!
0: Something that was done. Wow, you did that exactly the same as the time. One more, please.
3: Oh, shit!
0: Who? What happened? Oh, is that Kyle...
3: Oh shit. Anyway. It's like, yeah, yeah like, that is what I'll be doing after the show. Good deal. But well, like to follow up, like to finish up like that Pedro thing, it's like that performance was heroic. Like because like Pedro like came out in an interview after that and saying like that was like career threatening back injury, like him pitch pitching through that like it could have ended it all for him and like he came out there seven no hit innings of like one of the best offenses baseball's ever seen. It's unreal
0: unreal Pedro was so fucking good dude he was so good. according to Chris Katillo, the Red Sox remain in touch with one Stephen Matz uh yes. not for nothing Stephen Matz to replace Eduardo Rodriguez yeah, that's that's a fair. Did he resource. have a
3: good year? I didn't pay attention to Steven Matz.
0: Yeah, he actually really had a really good year for the Toronto Blue Jays.
3: Yeah. Okay, he can pitch in the A. At least then. Okay, I don't hate it. I don't hate it.
0: No qualifying offer, probably like a three-year deal, not crazy money, but a talented pitcher who looks like maybe he put it together at like twenty-seven or twenty years old. I don't hate that. Don't hate it. Nope. Don't lie. It, it doesn't excite you, right?
3: Yeah, it's, it's not exciting, but it's like it
0: yeah as a replacement for erod i get it but heim doesn't really heim's not really gonna go out and excite you he's just gonna build shit and you're like those pieces working pretty fucking good
3: you know another thing i wish i would have been able to i wish i I asked steve about it was a bit late when i thought about it though is that carlos correa like wiggling his way into the hearts of red sox fans by just trolling yankee fans all right so speaking of which what are your thoughts on his uh his recent um, comments on Derek Jeter. He's right. It's hilarious. Maybe maybe in his early career, maybe I'm wrong. But, like, most of those gold gloves, Jeter did not deserve. Like, he just wasn't that good defensively. It's hilarious that, like, uh, Carlos Correa is the championing, championing uh, guy for, like, the analytics nerds movement. It's funny to me.
0: It, to me, it just screams something that Yankee fans just don't want to accept you're not a prime time destination for free agents anymore. If you want to go to the fucking Yankees, you don't say anything like that. So I think, you know, he really has no fucking interest in playing for the, for the New York Yankees. And you just, how do you do that by ripping the player who's probably the most beloved Yankee in, in the past 40 years?
2: Well, you know, he's never going to end up on the Yankees and he's also never going to end up on the Marlins. No, yeah. No, yeah.
0: You, no, you're right. But what I'm saying is, you know, for the Yankees, rumors that they're you know at least talking to him, exploring, uh, you know, whatever. You say that shit, you know, all you have to do is start out cold, and the fans are going to be all over you. It means he don't want to fucking play there, which makes me like Carlos Correa just a little
2: bit more. If he ends up with the Tigers, dude, can you imagine? Imagine like him and Ieron getting together, and they're just like,
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, it's time to get paid. From I think it's Illich. Is that is that is that the owner? Yes,
3: yes, Illich. Uh, yeah. can't, I don't know his first name because it's uh, Mike Illich's kid. So, yep, he's like, we're rich as fuck.
0: It's our time to get paid. That's it's our time. Yep, check out. Dude,
3: like I, I, saw the report came out, like that the Yankees aren't willing to spend the top end, top end money for shortstops, and I just thought it was funny. So, so they aren't going to get a guy like a Seeker or a Correa or, or maybe Story. not even Story. Oh, no, they'll I, they'll bring this cold in, is killing me. By the way, story's getting undervalued, and he could very well be the best shortstop out of all of them that gets signed like long term. He's really good.
0: I, I think you know they're they're in love with Anthony and Rizzo. You know, they want Rizzo. And and they haven't had a real good center fielder for a long time. So I wouldn't be surprised if they focus on Martet. Are,
2: are you trying to tell me that Brett Gardner is not a good center fielder?
0: He's not, he's a great penis. Um great but but true. He's, yeah, Jesus. very phallic.
3: Nice cock. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite internet memes of the last few years the nice cock meme.
4: <laughs> all right,
2: all right, gentlemen. Um, when do we want to uh come back on Sunday night? You get for Sunday? I don't Sunday fucking know. <laughs> <gasps> I gotta say, Sapphire oh. was pretty quiet tonight. Yeah, she's wow. up. She was like, Steve's got
0: Steve's got a little. She was dreaming about Steve. There it is. Check. Hot out. boy!
3: Join us again next week, boys and girls, for our next installment of the Pesky Report. Uh-huh.
0: Oh, Jesus fucking
3: Christ. Dude,
0: dude. Wait, we're going to get fucking copyrighted like a motherfucker now. Not good. You be Walt
3: Disney, you fucking dead sack of shit.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, ah. Yeah. did you say that?
3: nope I, I might have to it's like Walt Disney in. it's like Walt
1: Disney one set you're listening to the, and the Show
2: thank you for listening to the Pesky Report make sure to follow us on social media on Twitter Instagram and Facebook at Pesky Report no matter what platform you're listening to us on please make sure to leave us a review and a comment and let us know how we're doing and don't forget to subscribe
4: so you never miss an episode
5: And we're still
1: here. You really can sell to anyone from anywhere.
3: This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky?
2: In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.